Welcome to Sweet Kicks with Bricks, the show which helps you decide if a game is worth spending your hard-earned money on or a try before you buy. Now here's your host, Barry Ricks. Hey guys, welcome to Sweet Kicks with Bricks. I am your host, Barry Ricks, and today's Kickstarter highlight is 878 Vikings Invasions of England, and I have some of the masterminds behind the game. I have Uva and Gunter. How's it going, guys? Good. Wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for uh, coming on the show today. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourselves and about uh, Academy Games? Oh, I'm Uva Eichert. I pay the bills and clean the toilets. <laughs> you do it all. I'm, uh, I'm Gunta Eichert, Uva's son, and also the creative director at Academy Games. I'm the one that orders him around. <laughs> there you go. So that's awesome. Uh, so how long has Academy Games been an official company? We've been an official company uh, for eight years now, but I really... Nine. Nine years, but it wasn't really a company back then. It was one of those, eh, sold some businesses, I want to retire. <laughs> you know, let's just, you know, have this game and put out a game. and Let's make board games. We, we came out with uh, Conflict of Heroes uh, with our military board games, and... That went nuts. Still are good, doing very well with that series. Coming out with new games, uh, one or two new ones in that series this year. So, about five years ago, I started getting serious full time, and then Gunta came on, was helping back then already. Got his master's in biomedical engineering and mechanical engineering, and is a DNA specialist. And what does a DNA manipulation specialist do? He Designs games and military AI. So. <laughs> there you go. No, that's awesome. That's a, well. That's cool that you guys can be able to do it together. You know, and hopefully you guys have good business relationship as a as well as a good father son relationship. <laughs> you know what? I don't think we fight more than we do in regular life, which means <laughs> it's not bad. You know, right? It's, you never want to get us in a war game against each other. Very, very competitive, I take it. Oh, yeah. always. Um, he, he's always trying to beat me at games. <laughs> That's awesome. Since, he, since he's been four, you know, and it, it just, it, right around five years old, he got really difficult to beat. So Once I figured out that he was cheating. There, there you go. <laughs> Be like, Dad cheats. <laughs> it all makes sense now. <laughs> really, son, a six and a three really is seven. Right? <laughs> That's hilarious. So uh, you guys are venturing into Kickstarter once again. So your your recent, most recent campaign is 878 Vikings. So why don't you tell the listeners what it is and what they can expect from it? Well, 878 Vikings is our newest game in the Birth of series. So until now, we have had all the games of Birth of series focus on the American conflicts. So it was the Birth of America series. These include our games 1812, 1775, and 1754. Which is our colonial trilogy. Yes. Now, this is the first game in the series that is not in America. So we're calling this series the Birth of Europe series. And this is an exciting game where you get to either play as the English kings and nobles of England or as the Viking Norsemen and Berserkers who are invading the island for a new fertile place to uh, settle their families. Damn smelly invading terrorists. That's what they are. That's right. (laughs) And uh, what we're really excited about this game is it uses the same 
base core rules that all the fans of the series know, but adds this really cool invasion mechanism where invading Viking leaders that a lot of people know these historical characters from game, uh, shows like the Vikings or the last kingdom. And it allows them to have a very asynchronous gameplay where playing the Vikings feels very different than playing the English. Right. Cause there's slight rules that are available to one, but not the other. Yeah. Well, they, they fought very different styles of fighting, you know, oh, so yeah. it makes, makes sense that they would feel, feel different. So I, I have a quick question. So, are you guys of Scandinavian uh, heritage? We're both German citizens. We have our German passports and our American passports. Okay, there you go. So, I was I was just wondering because you guys could pass for a you know Scandinavian. They look very uh, blonde, blue eyed, and handsome men. So they could they could pass off as Vikings themselves. <laughs> well, the joke is our real name is McEichert, and we just went with the German names and and German background just so that people wouldn't mix us up with our irish heritage so <laughs> there you go so it's and not... his name was really McUva, and he is really mcgunta oh that's scottish well screw that story thank you very much <laughs> you know never have people in the other office close the door <laughs> <laughs> no we we love comments from the peanut gallery it makes the show even that much more fun so, so tell us how does uh how does the game play? What what are kind of the phases, and what are people going to be doing in those phases? Well, this is Uva. I'll, I'll do this part of it then. Um, it's a very simple, fun game. It's for two to four players. It's really a four player game where you're playing two players as the English versus two as the Vikings, the invading Vikings. As the two players, you're strategizing together. You're making your plans. You're playing together, having fun together, and sometimes you're arguing what strategies strategies you want to take. The game is very, very simple. You randomly pull out of the bag of magic a cube to see which color, which faction's turn's coming up. Then, when the turn marker is pulled, that player gets to put some reinforcements on the map and any of his men that ran away during the past round. And then he plays one of three cards that they have in their hand. You either have movement cards or event cards. A movement card just says, hey, you may move so many groups of men or armies so far. You move your armies. If you end up in areas with opponents, you have a battle. Battles are very simple. You use the same colored dice as your faction, so, for example, the Berserkers, they never run away and they have four hits, whereas the English feared the peasant freemen, they have three runaways, two hits, and a blank side. So some factions, they'll come in with overwhelming forces into the battle and all run away, whereas others, they just come in, not many of them. The odds are against them, and they may pull out this incredible victory. Right. So it's a really fun, fast-playing game that you can play drunk or sober. Right. And, and the nice thing is, where I got into asynchronicity, you, the each faction, you you have the Norse and, and Berserkers on the Viking side, and the English Housecarls and Thanes on the English side, and each side has their own unique deck of movement and event cards their own unique deck of dice. And 
the uh, unique ways of how they reinforce on the map, how they get new units on the map. And so this lets it play, like, every time you play a different faction, the game feels very, you have different strategies available to you. And as a Vikings, you're coming in with your armies, and people who, are, who know 1775 and 1812 and 1754, they know you move, and when you come to an enemy army, you stop. And then you wait till the battle phase and you battle. Well, now the Viking army leaders, they can move, battle, move, battle, and you have these really deep raids into England with these Viking armies, which freak out the English players, and they're just scrambling to try to defend against the Vikings. And then sometimes kingdoms just switch sides because the Vikings are too overpowering. Right. Or you may get lucky and the, Vi the English do some mean stuff and all of a sudden start converting some of the Vikings in regions you weren't even expecting to, to Christianity. And they switch sides. So this game is 95% the same as the other games. A lot of fun to play. What makes it so nice is you can play with kids who are 8 years old because you're playing as teams. Right. So if you have adult with them, they love playing the game. My wife and my daughter love playing it because they're not war gamers, but they like this because it's more team play. It's an area control game, right. strategy. But you're playing with someone else. It's not me against everybody. And your heavy-duty grognards love it because there's real strategy and tactics to the game. And what's even neater is, as people say with 1775 and our other games, for some reason, this easy, simple, fun-playing game actually often goes the way the historical campaigns actually progressed. And that's because of good, deep design. Right. We don't think you have to learn rules and all, but it's in there. It's little details that people usually don't see that really try to reflect historical. Like A, a good example of this in Vikings is the first place the Vikings invaded with their first great um, heathen um, host, as uh, the English called it. They invaded up in the northern kingdom of North um Umbria. And we kind of propel players to do the same thing because that is one of the easiest English strongholds for the Vikings to invade at the beginning of the game. So without even telling people they have to do that, most players, their first time to play, will tend to go the historical route for the same reasons the Vikings did. Yeah, it was a very strong English place that was not well defended at that time. Right. Well, that's cool. That's cool that uh, you can be able to teach people a little bit of history while they're playing the game. And they don't even know they're in history class while they're playing a game. So you yep. snuck it in there and you're educating people along the way. Good job, guys. <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> that's awesome. So, I mean, the game sounds fantastic. I love how it has the aspects of, you know, the strategies. So you get the, you know, like you said, your hardcore people. That, But then you have the, the battle element is, is a lot of it is up to chance with the dice rolling. And so that makes it for a very enjoyable time as well. So as we're recording today, you guys still have about 18 days left to go on the campaign. And you guys are all very successfully funded. So, yes. Yes. This is That's... going the same route that we did with the Mari Nostrum. Um, we hope we're going to unlock all the stretch goals. And what is so phenomenal with this game, which is really turning on 99.99% of the backers, is instead of the little wooden cubes that we used in all of our old games, these, we unlock the stretch goals. It's going to be 110 plus 
15 millimeter miniatures. Yeah. Yeah, he was just showing me, you, you people can't see, but I can see. He was just showing me the miniatures, and they look fantastic. And I that, I mean, that adds an extra fun element to the game so people can actually feel and touch rather than, you know, just like a, a meeple or a cube or something like that. So, obviously, people wanted that because we got to that stretch goal to where we, where we could get it. I mean, you guys have about, you're like four people shy of 4,000 backers right now, and that's... I mean, that's a phenomenal feat within itself. You know, a lot of campaigns can get, you know, the money, but, you know, getting that amount of backers, I think, is a bigger accomplishment than just the the actual funding of it. So that's really exciting. Obviously, people know who you guys are, know who, who Academy Games is, and they want to continue to support and fund you guys. So that's that's got to be feel good to you guys. Well, it feels great, and, and it makes... I mean, we've always, for since eight years or, or nine years ago when we started the company, we've always stressed that we only wanted to put out the very best kinds of games we wanted to. So in the past, sometimes our games took us a little longer to get out than we thought. Now we've, we've got a very good team together, and we're able to get this Vikings out. It's been a very much quicker turnaround. But we have these successful campaigns because we've consistently put out really engaging, well-thought-out games. And the backers from one campaign to the next, they keep coming back, and then we get a few more. And hopefully we continue this trend forward. Definitely. Keep developing, uh, it allows us to keep developing newer and cooler games for uh, backers. And what a lot of people don't know also is um, you know, over half our games are sold outside of the game market. We sell to schools, uh, museums, homeschools, military, um, all around the world. So you know, our average game, people don't know, we're one of these sneaky little companies. You know, when we <laughs> put out the game, you know, our average game sells between twenty and thirty thousand copies. Wow. So um, you know, that's pretty good numbers that's for history. Really good numbers, yeah. Yeah. So and we're very, very fortunate to have such a, a good base, and it's growing and growing. And um, as we go forward, we're going to have some really exciting news here coming out in the next few months because we've been um, have games in the process and contracts signed for some incredible sci-fi and uh, fantasy games awesome. that I think are going to blow people away. So. Um, we're really excited about the future. Uh, we have a very good team. Tim Densham now, uh, who is one of the top military anti-terrorism guys, uh, is our COO. We've got some very good artists now full-time on staff, uh, good marketing team now on staff. So, Which I think you can see reflected in the, the Kickstarter. Oh, I mean, de- it, almost definitely, our, yeah. Our artistic team just did a fantastic job of bringing the look and feel the game into the Kickstarter. Yeah, and I'm going to be uh, posting more um, pictures today. You know, we started the manufacturing on all the key components um, two and a half months ago, uh, hoping that a lot of stretch goals would be opened. Now that those have been opened, the um, molders and manufacturers have been full steam. I'll be posting more mold pictures all done already uh, later today. So we're not going to have this where you have to wait six months to your games are delivered you know we're hoping to have everything out to our english backers by august awesome that's a really fast turnaround yes sir so and we're gonna keep people updated you can thank uh tim demshaw for that he's kept us on a tight leash of uh production (laughs) schedules and stuff like that you know when a guy when a guy manager huh 
<laughs> well, yeah, when a guy's in charge of, of uh, anti-terrorism weapons of mass destruction reaction forces and uh, a you, colonel, and he joins your team, trust me. You would think people's lives were on the line here. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, it, it, it obviously motivates you to get on you know the ball so that we so people can get this quicker rather than later i think that's a fantastic thing so we're anticipating august uh you know if everything of course goes smoothly in manufacturing and and printing and all those things and and that's exciting i mean that for a game this scale and size people i would initially anticipate at the earliest at least like a you know, November, December type thing, but getting it in August, which is only four months of, you know, four months away, essentially, that's, that's awesome. So kudos to you guys. Well, thank you very much. And I, well, I appreciate th- it. Thank us when the game comes out. There yeah. you go. <laughs> that's a good way to do it. And then of course, you know, when the, when your exciting sci-fi and fantasy stuff comes out, if those are on Kickstarter, we'll just have to have you guys come on the show again and talk about those for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we're we're very excited and would love to talk to you about those too. Definitely. So thanks guys for taking time off, obviously out of your very busy schedule to come on the show today. Tell the listeners a little bit more about 878 Vikings Academy Games and all the great things that you guys are doing and will be doing. Uh, why don't you tell the listeners where they could find more about Academy Games? Well, the website is academygames.com or in your local stores, uh, most of the big, you know, retail websites, things like that, we're available worldwide, and our most of our games check are available on Amazon, or and you can also check us out on Board Game Geek. Yep, and our games are almost all of them available in English, German, French, Spanish, Italian, and then the full games, and then of course translations into like Russian and. Chinese. Chinese and everything else. Wow, that's a, that's awesome. Yeah, and of course, we'll have links to the show no, in the show notes for your easy access for you guys. So once again, thanks, guys, for coming on the show. Congratulations on your successful Kickstarter campaign, and good luck to all your future projects as well. Yeah, thank you, Barry. I and, really appreciate Barry. No problem. And thanks to Dan Patrice. He's Dan, the board game man at thegeekallstars.com. He helped create our intro and outro. And this is Barry Ricks reminding you to back your projects wisely thanks for listening to sweet kicks with bricks if you'd like to mail the show send any questions comments or interview requests to sweet kicks with bricks at gmail.com sweet kicks with bricks is a closet geek studios production for more information on the closet geek please head to closetgeek.net